Please hang up and try again. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the Bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. there was ever better timing than tonight to go live on mav tv and the freak radio network uh, i couldn't tell you what it is happy easter <laughs> freak nation christopher bell under yellow last lap yellow wins bristol on dirt stat man crash gladys kenny sergeant richard c suave we're all here freak nation listen to this show plenty of conversation the do's and don'ts about bristol the love the hate about bristol don't ask kyle larson about how he feels about Bristol, even though he was sitting in the top five the majority of the freaking time tonight. And a stage winner. But hold on. Don't we have audio from Christopher Bell as well yes. saying he didn't like the dirt on Bristol? Oh, hey, how's that working out for you? These dirt racers, Statman. Again, I know I'm teeing it up for Statman because he <laughs> loves it when big time cup drivers start bitching and moaning about racing. But Statman, come on. A, a lot of these dirt specialists, Larson, Bell, uh, Priest at one point, they were they were running up front yeah they were running up front and everybody else was chasing them and the people that joined them up there was like yeah, what, what's going on what am i doing here so yeah the the dirt guys know how to race on dirt they're not afraid of it and they know how to avoid huge holes like they had i think it was in turn coming out of turn three there was you know there was a canyon there that the airline pilots fly over and show it off when they uh are going over bristol it was huge and everybody tried to avoid it all all race long follow me here freak nation sean patrick flannery actor former racer who beat Scott Speed at one time will be here in the Freak Nation. Wait, wait, wait. You're saying former. Yes. Well, he may be, he may be, he may get back in the race car. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll find out. Matt Hagen, NHRA funny car pilot, multi-time champion, winner from the first Gainesville. He'll be here in the Freak Nation. Gainesville and, and Vegas, right? Excuse me, not Vegas, but Phoenix. Where are we? Phoenix. No, no, that was Robert Height. That was Robert Height who won Phoenix. Okay, Crash well, okay. So then Hagen is a two-time winner, though. So it must be Gainesville and Matt Pomona. Hagen will be here in the Freak Nation. Freak Nation. Cooper Webb, who went into Arizona to Glendale, tied for the points lead of your 450 Supercross series, mm-hmm. uh, left not tied for the points lead. Only seven points down. Right. It's okay. Uh, he'll be here this hour. Here in the Freak Nation. Play with us on Twitter. Hopefully you're watching us on Mav TV or listening to us on the Freak Radio Network. Almost 23 years of doing Speed Freaks, the big old fat radio show, every streaming app that you can imagine. We're right there for you, Freak Nation. All right, Bristol just wrapped up. Christopher Bell gets the win. And we were talking about specialists, dirt specialists. And it's tough for me to figure out. I get the history of Bristol 
and what the concrete, the tarmac means to fans and drivers. But if you're a dirt track specialist, Kyle Larson, Christopher Bell, I could go on and on of dudes who win on dirt. It's like someone coming up to me. I like to play me some soccer, played soccer for decades, but I prefer the ball on my right foot. I can crack it. You name the side of the hardware, bam, I'm going to put it upper right. But if you put it in my left foot, I'm going to shank it 90 degrees. Okay. My point is this. Every time you put the ball on my right foot, I'm a specialist. Every time you put Kyle Larson, Christopher Bell on dirt, they're specialists. Why do you gripe about being on dirt when you have numerous wins on dirt? Why don't you just, is that just, are they sandbagging? And they're going, golly, man, I just can't hang on the dirt. And they're going, (laughs) they're kind of winking at us when they're not winking at us. Come on. The, the the real they, the the uh, uh, guys in the booth said something tonight that sort of resonated with me. They used to say that about racing on the road courses in NASCAR, uh, but now uh, if we're going to race on dirt, the guys are practicing at it and they're making it closer. And you know, there's a lot of sandbagging going on. That's part of the deal of racing is to make the guy think you're out of control when you're running him off the road. So, yeah, I, I think a lot of sandbagging is going on to answer your question. Dirt bagging. Hey, Crash Gladys with the pun of the night so far, Freak Nation. Crash, are you liking Bristol on dirt? Yes. I'm sorry, I do. I, I mean, and I'm I'm one that loves the Bristol asphalt. I love that product, but I'm liking this dirt. I will say, though, Last year's race, I felt, was more overall entertaining than this year. Mm-hmm. This year flew by. There weren't nearly as many yellows. And I'm not saying that you need yellows to make an entertaining race. But I am saying that it was kind of obvious who was rising through the ranks this year. Whereas last year was, even though obvious guys were in the top five at, by the end of it, we still had more action and unpredictability. This year was a little more predictable stage wins and then into the overall win. All right, let's go to our residential millennial, Richard C. Suave, who sometimes surprises us with his answers. Richard C. Suave, you know, the history of Bristol on concrete tarmac, but now with dirt, this being the second year, right? Mm-hmm. This is the second year. year. Three. Uh, is what? It? Not, not with dirt. Last year was the first year. Year three, Joey Logano won on dirt in 2021. Yep. Last last year was Kyle Busch, and this year is uh, is Christopher Bell. Okay. Oh, this is the first, the second year that it's actually on Easter week. Correct. Richard C. Suave, you being the residential that you are, are you a fan of racing on dirt at uh, Bristol? I'm going to cop out of answering this question like a true millennial. And I'm going to answer my own question, which is I'm going to wait until we get the TV ratings tomorrow. Oh, because <laughs> You can't do that. Yes, I can. Can you not specify that in the rules, in the contract before asking the question so I can answer my You're own question? You're going to base your, your opinion on ratings? Yes. Who does that? Yes. Yes. Because I'm thinking from NASCAR's perspective. And that's oh. the whole reason they're doing this stinking race on Easter Sunday mm-hmm. is to get people to watch. And that's the the most important thing for the sport is to get people's eyeballs on the sport because that will make the sport better in the long run because your TV contracts will be more expensive. You'll have more people uh, going to races and everybody is more happy because of that. Okay. So, well, here's the deal. I'm not going to miss it to answer your actual question. If it goes away, fine. See you later. I, I won't miss it. 
Oh, there's your real answer right there. You were the one that pointed out to us that every race this year so far, ratings have been down Mm -hmm. compared to the exact race a year prior. This race was pretty good last year. So even if the ratings are down this weekend, what was really going on televised that that caught anybody's attention aside from the Masters? I think the ratings are going to be pretty damn good for this Bristol dirt race, period. You know what it did, Statman? You know what actually happened? And it happened right on time, Stat? It was scheduled, at least on my Hulu app, for the race to wrap up at 7 o'clock Pacific. Oh, my gosh. And this son of a gun wrapped up at 7 o'clock, Statman. No time for naps. And I know that you were on (laughs) West Coast time, and you flew back to Columbus, and you just your biological clock is all jacked up here, and you might take a nap here in about 15 minutes. But, dude, it finished at 7 o'clock, Roham. Yeah, if they can make that happen all the time, uh, NASCAR would be really, really happy. They're tr- but they're trying to figure out how to do this different. They ran, then they run some heat races yesterday. They're trying to figure out how to do this differently because people are rejecting them wildly. Uh, in Bristol, 160,000 seats in the last great Coliseum. And I think tonight there was probably 120,000 of them dressed as empty seats. There was nobody there. It was sad. Uh, and you, when you think of Bristol, you think of crowds, but they mm-hmm. they didn't have a crowd there tonight. Statman Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night from the Lucas Oil Studios. Richard C. Suave, he's here in the Freak Nation. And Suave, we don't do things. We take the road less travel many times. We don't do things simple around here. But can you put something simple out on Twitter since we have so many damn followers? They're on the edge of their commodes and seats right now as they're listening and watching the Freak Nation. I'm I'm glad you asked that, Kenny, because it's like we're on the same page here this, tonight because it's already out at Speed Freaks on Twitter. You can vote. Should we move on from Bristol Dirt? Already the votes are pouring in and overwhelmingly 68% are already saying, yep, it's time to move on oh, from Bristol Dirt. Really? really? Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I don't like it, dislike it as much as I dislike four wide nationals in drag racing. But, you know, dirt's not bad. They only do it once a year. They they need to have something different than left turns on pavement. They need to have different kinds of racing. It's got too many races. That's the biggest problem with NASCAR. Yeah, thank you. That, yep, nailed it right there. Too many races on the season, but that's a whole nother rabbit hole we could go down. And we typically do mm-hmm. about once every other week. But yeah, you're right. It's it's a novelty. It's once a year. It's okay to dislike it. I mean, my goodness, there are several ovals on the track right now or on this schedule right now that I don't like. It's okay to not like Bristol and not like Bristol dirt. But for something different and to just change things up, I think it's very refreshing that NASCAR has done this. Is it my favorite? No. But do I enjoy watching it? Absolutely. Suave, if you can, again, you you being the uh, residential digital king, can you find out why 68% are saying let's move on from dirt? I mean, is the novelty already worn off or is it just those that are so stuck in? We've got to have the typical. Is it Bristol have that much importance to run without dirt? Yeah, I think the overwhelming majority of people from what I'm seeing from social media all week long, because this was part of the conversation. I think people have just like, it's a novelty. seconds. It's a novelty and it's worn off. And I think that's what people are feeling right now. Yeah, it's Bristol, baby. That's what that's what they call it. Uh, Put it in Nation, coming up, be uh, Cooper Webb and Matt Hagen, but more Bristol, Lucas Oil Studios. Speed 
Streets. Motorsports Radio, redefined. It's more than just a slogan. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling the speed freaks since 2001. From the lab to Lucas Oil products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. Dragging your knee at 100 miles per hour, doing a double jump with some extreme flair. If you're into two-wheel racing, make a standing date for Tuesday night on MAV-TV. Two-Wheel Tuesday will showcase the world's best motorcycle racers on the most challenging tracks. Whether it's the treacherous high-speed ballet of road racing or the handlebar-to-handlebar combat of the dirt arenas, MAV-TV has your two-wheel fix every week on Two-Wheel Tuesday. There's a price war in the insurance business, and you may be paying too much. Call the Term Lifeline right now and see if you can save 40%. Half-million-dollar plans and up, that's our specialty, even great smokers' rates. Protect your family today. Call the Term Lifeline right now for a free quote. 866-549-TERM. 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 The biggest racing series in America is coming to your town. It's time to mark your calendar. Get ready for the wildest festival of speed in the Midwest. The Enjoy Illinois 300, presented by Ticket Smarter. It doesn't get any bigger than this. Don't be on the outside looking in. Get your tickets now at www.raceway.com. Watching part by the Office of Illinois Tourism and Illinois Self Tourism. For more than 30 years, Lucas Oil Products has been solving some of the most difficult mechanical problems in the automotive, marine, and industrial industries. From our original Core 4 products, heavy-duty oil stabilizer, power steering, stop leak, transmission fix, and fuel treatment, we have now developed over 400 custom products to help solve some of the world's toughest mechanical issues. Go to lucasoil.com to see what we have in store for you. Lucas Oil. It works. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Coming up, Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes. Also, Cooper Webb, who went into Arizona on that 450, tied for the points and leaves Arizona seven points back. He'll be here in the Freak Nation. Mad Hagen. NHRA Funny Car Champion, multi-times over, will be here in the Freak Nation. And you won't believe this this picture, as the kids say, of Matt Hagen mm. and his uh, topless body. It's coming up here in the Freak Nation. Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Do yourself a favor, Freak Nation. Now, through the end of April, you can get up to a $70 
Visa prepaid card back to you in your big fat wallet when you buy four qualifying tires from our friends at General Tire. For more information, go to GeneralTire.com. It's GeneralTire.com to find out how you can get 70 bucks back when you buy four qualifying tires from General Tire. Crasher? Pit news and notes of all this motorsports that happened over the weekend. Well, I can't believe we haven't talked about this just a little bit more, even though the race did end. The Bristol Cup race did end right before we went live here on Mav TV and on all of our radio affiliates. But if you celebrate, then happy Easter. And we certainly hope that the big furball was good to you this morning. Here, speaking from the Phoenix desert, where it's almost 100 usually by this time of the year. It was not this year. We only had a few mushy nuggets, mushy chocolate nuggets. So, yeah, it wasn't too bad. Furball was was really good, and yeah, I'm paying for it right about now. Woo, way too much chocolate this morning. But speaking of nuggets, sort of, loads of dirt racing this weekend from Supercross and Phoenix, World of Outlaws around the Midwest, and then, as we've seen, of course, right up into the top of the show, NASCAR playing dirty at Bristol. Let's start with asphalt, however. The Formula D series kicking off the big Long Beach Grand Prix week, and a friend of the freaks, Matt Field, taking his first win in, what, over a decade yeah, finally got that monkey off his back. I believe he was second at the Formula D event in Long Beach last year. Now on the top step in the Long Beach, the streets of Long Beach by Saturday night. The World of Outlaws started their weekend in Missouri, where Rico Abreu set the fast time. But it was, I think, Jack Hoddenshaw. Yes, Jack Hoddenshaw pulling out the thriller of a win. By Saturday, though, David Gravel with your quick time, Rico Abreu, the J- Jason Johnson classic winner. Supercross raced another triple crown in Phoenix last night. I had no idea that dominating 250 rider Jet Lawrence had never won in the triple race format, but he ended that drought finally last night with a 1-3-1 set of finishes, giving him the overall win in the 250s. Similar finishes were earned by Eli Tomac, a 1-2-1 in the three races in the 450 class, netting him the overall win, his 51st now on the season. Only rider he's trailing in the overall Supercross standings, Jeremy McGrath. Yes, Statman, we are going to have this argument yet again as about Eli Tomac. Should he be on the Mount Rushmore of Supercross? Absolutely, he should. He's now second overall in wins, only trailing Jeremy McGrath. Yes, Eli Tomac, one of the all-time goats of the sport. I know he's just shaking his head. I can't see him right now, but he's just shaking his head at me. He walked off. He's listen. Oh, he was, yeah, he, he did. walked he off. Did. He'll be back. He dropped the mic and said, "Forget it." Yeah. On to the Bristol dirt, though. At first, it was the trucks, <laughs> just plain dominated by Joey Logano. Logano led 138 of the 150 laps in the truck series, ending with this quote: "My fun meter was pegged tonight." Talking about last night. Dirt's a lot of fun. Hmm. Can somebody put a mic in Joey Logano's face right now? Joey Logano was the first driver out of the Cup Series today. So I wonder how much fun he had today. Tyler Reddick and Kyle Larson drove masterfully in the first two stages. Larson winning the first. Tyler Reddick staying out with old tires. How he was mastering that, I don't quite understand. Tyler Reddick winning the second stage. Kyle Larson then having problems midway through the third stage, but then... The rest of the dirt guys just did what dirt guys do. Christopher Bell taking the win a lot earlier than his first win last year. So let's see. I'm going to pull up my stats again here. Christopher Bell first. Tyler Reddick, a bridesmaid yet again. Tyler Reddick second. Austin Dillon third. Ricky Stenhouse fourth. Chase Briscoe fifth. Dirt, 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 dirt. That's how they finished in Bristol. 
Crash Class Pit News and Notes brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Do yourself a favor, Freak Nation. Go to GeneralTire.com to find out how you can get up to $70 back with a Visa prepaid card for qualifying tires uh, from General Tire. You know who was it being and moaning about running on dirt? At least I didn't hear anything. He, this guy doesn't gripe about a thing. In fact, he could probably have an accident on the 405 and the 101 in Southern California and go, I'm good. It's Tyler Reddick. Oh, right. Did right. he gripe at all about running on dirt? And finishing second for the second year in a row? Twice? No. He didn't even gripe last year when he got punted off right. the track within sight of the checkered flag in the wind. It didn't, you know, it... He's he is not one to complain and to gripe. He just drives the car. Listen, you walk out, Statman, you walk out into your mailbox, and I know millennials aren't familiar with this, but you walk out to your mailbox <laughs> and you get a letter that has your name typed on it. You open that thing up and it says $150,000 about every other week. You better be thankful that you're that you're running at Bristol on dirt or you're running at California Speedway or you're running at Phoenix. That's Tyler Reddick. This is a guy that appreciates what he gets to do every freaking weekend. Guy collects a paycheck to race a car, to race a car. And he's not complaining about guys griping in the garage. He's not complaining every week about the track. He's not complaining about anything. He's just going out there, give me the keys, tell me where the road goes, and I'll beat the guy to the end of it. Give me the keys. Then how is he a teammate of Denny Hamlin and King of complaining back in the day? Back later, in the day, later, you know, yeah, back, no, back in the day, Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah man, how is he? He's not a he's 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 his own man. He's proven that, and he just goes out and drives the car. Give yeah. me the just like I said. Give me the keys. Get out of the way and point me where the finish is. He's that's the that's Tyler Reddick. I've been on his I've been on his uh, bandwagon for a couple of years now, and he's 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 one of the best. Crasher, Statman, Richard C. Suave, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. You're watching. You're watching the radio show on MAV TV, or you're listening to us on 90 plus affiliates across the country. It looks like the, the biggest story coming out of Bristol, second might be again, follow, finishing under a yellow. It's Ryan Priest. Okay, hold on. Before we get to that second one, the yellow, it was a quarter of a lap, basically, maybe a half a lap. Nobody should be complaining about that. If you're complaining about a yellow that was basically a half a lap long, you are you've got your priorities in the wrong place. Yeah, but it was the racing. It was the rules. They say that if you take the white flag, the next yellow ends the race. Yes. Otherwise, they'll be bumping around out there till Tuesday. They you know that they'd followed the rules as rubber as they rubberized as they can get in NASCAR. They followed the rules tonight. Listen, Joey Logano could win the race legitimately under a checker, and the Kyle Busch fans say, no, it was rigged, man. What's going on? I'm supposed to finish under a yellow, so Kyle Busch can... Okay. Ryan Priest and Kyle Larson are the biggest story to come out of here, and a little bit of trash talking, Richard C. Suave, from what uh, we're seeing from those two. Yeah, um, Kyle Larson dominated the first part of this race. And if you're watching us on Mav TV, you're going to see Kyle Larson here in just a second. And this is after their collision, Ryan Priest, Kyle Larson in the third stage of the race, Kyle Larson, not happy with Ryan Priest. Here's what Kyle Larson told 
NASCAR on Fox late in the race, and I'll come back and explain what was going on. It was paying me back for whatever I did earlier, and ran me straight in the fence, and uh, my car was broke, and, and it crashed, so... Yeah, uh, it sucks, but should just be mad at myself for spinning out earlier and put myself back there. So, just sucks. Thanks, guys. Trending number three on Twitter right now is Ryan Priest because of that interaction. It's the biggest thing to come out of this race. Everybody's talking about it on Twitter. And the big thing here, I think the conversation moving forward is going to be remember back to Phoenix? When Denny Hamlin got new with Ross Chastain, mm -hmm. Denny Hamlin made a big news on his podcast talking about the process and how he got penalized and how he lost his appeal. Isn't this not almost the exact same situation, if not worse? So I'm curious. Ryan Priest has to be penalized for what he did there, right? Because to me, it looked very, very intentional. It looked like payback, and it knocked Kyle Larson out of the race. In fact, Tony kind of mentioned that in the booth. He said when they maybe it was intentional, but he said, "I hope not." He owns a car that mm. Priest drives. Oh, that's right. Let's add another layer to this. Huh. You're on dirt. S happens. You've got fenders. S happens. Somebody's complaining. Kyle Larson's my man, but Kyle, settle down. Bristol on dirt. No, no, no. I don't think that was a huge complaint by Kyle Larson. He even admitted I shouldn't have wrecked my or I shouldn't have spun earlier, so I wouldn't have to be back there with those guys. Yeah, a little ghosting thrown there. I shouldn't have been around those guys where I yes. could get where I could get messed up. Yeah. Well, and honestly, Ryan Priest was doing pretty well towards the beginning of the of the race as well. So I don't know why Ryan Priest was back there. It you're right. Kenny, Freak Nation, just Cooper deal. Webb, who is still running for a Supercross championship due to win into Arizona, tied for the points lead and leaves not in the points lead. He joins us next, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Motorsports Radio, redefined. General Tire delivers. Dragging your knee at 100 miles per hour. Doing a double jump with some extreme flair. If you're into two-wheel racing, make a standing date for Tuesday night on MAV-TV. Two-Wheel Tuesday will showcase the world's best motorcycle racers on the most challenging tracks. Whether it's the treacherous high-speed ballet of road racing or the handlebar-to-handlebar -handlebar combat of the dirt arenas, MAV-TV has your two-wheel fix every week on Two-Wheel Tuesday.
Packages start at $29.99 a month with signed agreement. Restrictions apply. Speak to a representative for complete offer details. See Vivint.com for license details. Terms and conditions apply. Homeowners, if you're looking for the best in home security and smart home technology at a price you can actually afford, we have great news. Now you can get Vivint's award-winning home security systems starting at about a dollar a day. U.S. News & World Report has recognized Vivint as the best professionally installed home security system of 2022. And right now, you can get Vivint's home security technology for about a dollar a day. Plus, get free professional installation from a licensed technician. Protect your home and loved ones for as low as a dollar a day. Call right now for your free home security consultation. 800-569-5802. 800-569-5802. That's 800-569-5802. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil. It works. Our team is on the Rubicon Trail today, running over 125 vehicles over one of the toughest trails in the world. With all the different modifications people can make for their Jeep 4x4, the only product that touches the ground is a tire. This is the team that you want testing your product. I've been off-roading for 30 years now, and you you definitely don't need anything bigger than 37-inch tires. Our founder, Mark Smith, drove from the tip of South America to the tip of North America on 31-inch tires. The General Tire X-Series meets our standards. We have the ability for accelerated testing in all conditions. Mud, rock, dirt. We're out here this week highlighting the capability of the General Grabber X3 to see how this tire can perform in unbelievable conditions. It's incredible to watch General Tire deliver in this terrain. General Tire delivers me to a fishing tournament, the outdoors, jeeping, whatever it is that you want to do. It's outdoor life is what it is. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Nation coming up in about 15 minutes. Matt Hagen, multi-time NHRA Funny Car Champion. And you don't want to miss this picture of Matt Hagen and the top half of his body. You don't want to miss it. Ladies, well, hell, men. <laughs> I'm jealous. <laughs> you don't want to miss it. Uh, this segment brought to you by our good friends at Lucas Oil, a great website to check out to find every product under the sun to keep your motorcycles, your hot rod, your boat happy. Go to lucasoil.com. Inside your engine, outside your engine. It's lucasoil.com. Now, Cooper Webb went into Glendale, Arizona, Phoenix, uh, tied for the 450s in the Supercross series. He leaves seven points back behind Eli Tomac. But the big story for me with Cooper 
was when he was on the Speed Freaks in Lucas Oil Studios back in February, it was about those damn pants. It's Cooper Webb, two-time Supercross champion, talking about his riding pants here with the Freaks. So, Freak Nation, you may remember Cooper Webb joining us in February prior to the Arlington race. And I said, dude, if you go out and win, you're going to pull a Ricky Carmichael. Like Ricky did back in 2006, you win the race, you give me your pants. Those are the Carmichael <laughs> pants when, right. when he won in Dallas and he was wearing, as you can see over this shoulder, I'm a Longhorn fan and there's a Longhorn logo wow. on his butt. Oh, wow. That's uh, awesome. Listen. Are you telling him he needs to put a Longhorn logo on his butt this weekend? I'll just take your leathers from a win at Arlington, brother. Perfect. Okay. That sounds like a great, great deal for me. You go out there and, and win in Texas, man. You send me those freaking, um, what, do you, what do you kids call them nowadays? You don't kids? call them leathers. What do you call oh, them? Just our pants, you know, our jersey pants. and pants. Yeah, I know. But I know what you mean. The leathers, <laughs> that works too. He won the race, but I don't have your pants, Cooper. Well, I got them for you, man. You, I never had the address or anything. You got to hook a brother up with that kind of info. So I you, got him for you. You believe this guy? He's got handlers that could have done it. Cooper Webb here in the Freak Nation. When you win a when you win a triple crown like Dallas, does it feel like a triple crown now that it's still so new? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think it's it's something new in our sport. Generally speaking, it's uh, it's definitely a different kind of race with the three and the one night for the overall. Um, so for me, the last one I was able to win the last main, so it did feel like a good proper win of a triple crown. So. Uh, yeah, we're back at a Triple Crown this weekend in Glendale. And like I said, I have maybe that momentum rolling and I'm looking to keep it going. Outside looking in, it seems like it's a lot harder to do a Triple Crown or to handle a Triple Crown than a normal night. But is that just, am I wrong? Oh, no, you're not. You know, it's uh, it's definitely tough. You got to have a, a very consistent night. You got to start strong and finish strong and be consistent. So it's three times that you're racing against the best guys. Uh, it's physically demanding, especially by the end of it, but you also have to have a lot of speed. It's a bit shorter than our normal main events in the terms of the length. So yeah, we, uh, we prepare a little bit differently during usually the week before and kind of do a triple crown format style, but overall, uh, it's still same game plan. You got to execute, start, qualify well, and uh, put yourself in a good position. And this one is different because you had a week off. Does yeah. that mess with your psyche or your momentum? I mean, you, you've got a bunch of podiums coming into this week off. Then does that kind of a letdown? Yeah, it was, uh, it was good. You know, I think anytime you get a weekend off, it is nice. So, uh, you know, it kind of just resets, get remotivated and, and know, and hey, we got a, a good, good fight going the rest of the year so i think for me it was a good little break and um but yeah i mean once you get in that kind of ball of things you want to keep racing and keep riding but that's just the way it goes sometimes you're tied for the lead right now in points yet you are sitting here so chill i mean this has to be more stressful than what you're letting on yeah i guess it could be um but no i like being in this position i definitely love having that red plate and and that pressure so uh yeah for me i feel like it's a comfortable spot Hold on, hold on. What else in life do you enjoy pressure with? That's a big statement right there. Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess it, it's for whatever you want to take it for. <laughs> All right, Cooper, we can make it two for two, man. You you go out and win Phoenix. Could I get two sets of pants yeah, from uh, Cooper yeah. Webb? Yeah, I like it. I like it. And we'll keep a little wager. That'll be good for us. There are funny car drivers. There are Indy car drivers and NASCAR drivers that come to the Freak Nation that benefits from the Speed Freaks mojo. I think me here in person 
it's a guarantee. You don't even hop on that damn bike Saturday night. Yeah, man. I like it. Any, any mojo I can get, I think it's, uh, it's good, man. So yeah, I appreciate all the, the support and, and having me on the show those, all these times. And now we're here in person. You have any wicked procedures before you hop on a bike? Do you put your left sock on first or your right leg on first with your pants? No, no superstitions for me. Just, uh, gear up like normal. Uh, usually on the gate, we're pretty focused, but other than that, no set routine or anything like that. No. I couldn't think of, I said procedures. (laughs) Are you a surgeon suddenly? He's a surgeon on the dirt. Superstitions. (laughs) What I meant to say procedures. My goodness. The brain is a funny thing. Oh yeah. My Rolodex of words procedure. Do you have any procedures that you do pre-race? I mean, even do you do any stupid things before? (laughs) (laughs) You know, that seems to have gone away because it used to be I grew up with IndyCar racing and it used to be very regimented on. I put on my left boot and then my left glove and then I get into the cockpit from the left side. It used to be a big deal, just like green, no green in the pits, no peanuts in the pits. But I've been noticing over our 23 years of doing Speed Freaks that riders, drivers, airplane pilots, I mean, that's gone away. I don't think as many athletes have superstitions like that anymore. Am I wrong? I will say this. When we started Speed Freaks almost 23 years ago, one radio station in Los Angeles and now 90 plus, there were a number of drivers who have since retired that were part of that lineage of mm, yeah. not procedures, but superstitions. <laughs> right. You are right. Statman yes. will tell you it was Daryl Waltrip who put the beat down on a green car and winning, wasn't it? DW Statman who said, who poo pooed the green car, says, I'm going to run a green car and win. Yeah. Then when he came into uh, NASCAR and the cup racing, he came in with the green car and there were guys that protested and say, hey, we can't have them there. I, but. <laughs> You know, I mean, the, the great line, I've said this before on the show, the first race of champions when they used Camaros, they came out that the people that built the Camaros didn't know that green was the bad color. So they showed up with a green Camaro and they said, no, we ain't racing against a green Camaro. So they painted it black and Bobby Allison drove it to all four wins that year. <laughs> <laughs> all four wins. Oh. Hey, the green is still under that black people. Come on. I, yeah. Wow. And what's the other one in racing? Do not eat peanuts in the pits? Used to be. What? Are we? It's 20. Uh-oh. 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I can think of 63 other things that you shouldn't eat in the pits. This is the 70s, 80s, and 90s. We were so stupid. The hell are we thinking? It's only stupid if it doesn't work. All right. You guys got two minutes. Eli Tomac, Mount Rushmore, Statman. Oh, wait. Two minutes? Come on! All right, Statman, go. There ain't no way he's not racing against the. He's not racing against the the top guys that Stewart and uh, Carmichael and uh, Jeremy and you know they Reed. They raced against the best. All four of them have multiple championships. You name four guys that Tomac is racing against now that have the same number of championships that those guys did. 
So Scott Dixon is really not that great of an IndyCar driver because he never raced against Mario. Wait a minute, Andretti. we're talking. So, you know, we're Anderson talking. Fittipaldi. We're talking about Eli Tomac. Let's not get confused on what. But he did race against about. Ryan Villapoto, Ryan Dungey. I mean, and all the guys now are so much better and Cooper fitter. Wed, Cooper, Wed, yeah, and Chase Sexton, but, but, and they're so much more fit than the guys back in the day. And if you've Rick, even Ricky Carmichael will tell you that. It's just it is what it is. No, no he's not. He's win. not. On, he's not in the top four. He's not on Mount, Mount Rushmore. I don't care how many wins he has. He's not racing against the same competition because the guys that race better competition. The are guys you. that raced before would knock you off the track to win, and these guys are their their heads in a different place. They don't have the same competitive drive that they did then. Oh, they have. Oh, whoa. I totally disagree with that. I think the competitive drive is even more fierce. And something that was pointed out to me last night that was interesting. I had two people, one on either side of me. Seconds. One said, why aren't they putting their legs down in the berm in the high, high banks of the berm? And the other one said it's because they have so much more control and so much more physique balance control with their bodies on these bikes that they don't need to put their legs down. And also the bikes are so much more powerful. It's kind of dangerous these days to do so. So it's just a different caliber of rider. Absolutely the same competitiveness and arguably an even greater athlete. Listen, the man bag on these riders nowadays are incredible, Freak Nation. Uh, Cooper Webb was just in here. He didn't win Phoenix, by the way. Speaking of green cars, Matt Hagen's driving one and he's winning freaking races. (laughs) And he joins us next. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. General Tire delivers. Dragging your knee at 100 miles per hour. Doing a double jump with some extreme flair. If you're into two-wheel racing, make a standing date for Tuesday night on MAV-TV. Two-Wheel Tuesday will showcase the world's best motorcycle racers on the most challenging tracks. Whether it's the treacherous high-speed ballet of road racing or the handlebar-to-handlebar combat of the dirt arenas, MAV-TV has your two-wheel fix every week on Two-Wheel Tuesday. Execution's 11 p.m., but he's trying to convince us he's gone insane. You're looking for that movie that'll give you a thrill ride from beginning to end? Well, then you need to see Nefarious. It's a supernatural thriller that's going to have you guessing from start to finish. It stars Sean Patrick Flannery, which, of course, you know from Boondock Saints, Young Indiana Jones, Powder Dexter, The Boys. Flannery, frankly, turns in his best performance as Edward Wayne Brady, a convicted serial killer and master manipulator awaiting execution. And his sanity must be judged before execution by a psychiatrist. And Edward's last psychiatrist, yep, committed suicide under suspicious conditions. But dig this, Brady reveals he wants to be executed, claiming he's the demon Nefarious. Nefarious opens in theaters Friday, April 14th. So get your tickets now at whoisnefarious.com. That's whoisnefarious.com. Can you feel it? I think it's time. We tell you what it is that we'd like you to do. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. 
We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil, it works. Our team is on the Rubicon Trail today, running over 125 vehicles over one of the toughest trails in the world. With all the different modifications people can make for their Jeep 4x4, the only product that touches the ground is a tire. This is the team that you want testing your product. I've been off-roading for 30 years now, and you, you definitely don't need anything bigger than 37-inch tires. Our founder, Mark Smith, drove from the tip of South America to the tip of North America on 31-inch tires. The General Tire X-Series meets our standards. We have the ability for accelerated testing in all conditions. Mud, rock, dirt. We're out here this week highlighting the capability of the General Grabber X3 to see how this tire can perform in unbelievable conditions. It's incredible to watch General Tire deliver in this terrain. General Tire delivers me to a fishing tournament, the outdoors, jeeping, whatever it is that you want to do. It's outdoor life is what it is. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Freak Nation, let me remind you if you're listening to us on one of our many affiliates across the country or streaming this big fat radio show, you can actually watch us. Mav TV, your motorsports network. For more information on how you can get Mav TV, go to MavTV.com. It's your go-to source for all things motorsports. We were at the Supercross races last night. You saw all kinds of coverage for Mav TV and the social media sitch with us at Supercross. We're going to be at Monster Jam in Phoenix next weekend. I'm telling you, man, the insight that you're going to get from social media from Mav TV and on the network, go to MavTV.com. Three-time NHRA Funny Car Champion and two-time winner for the 2023 season in that funny car is Matt Hagen. And he drives a green car. You heard a little discussion about the last segment. He joins us now in the Freak Nation. But really, it's about that body on Matt Hagen. Watch this. Matt Hagen grabbing the first win of the year in the NHRA funny car class, joining us here in the Freak Nation. But Hagen, the big story for us wasn't the win. It was that picture of your happy ass all bulked up. On Instagram, bro. Holy smokes, my man. You're throwing some hay bales around. Oh, man. Well, you know, it's like anything. You know, uh, I'm a big guy to do what I do. So I try to get as lean as I can. And, you know, I'm already six foot tall. And the chassis, you know, not to get any taller either. So um, it's just like anything. You know, the crew chief, they add some stuff here and there. And the start car starts getting heavy. And, you know, I, I don't know, man. I try to do all I can. But I'm still big boy. You know what I mean? And I like to eat. And I never miss no meals. So, you know, it's kind of one of them things where I'm just loving life and enjoying it, and uh, we're turning some wind lights on along the way. That's where I was going with this, man. You, the more bulk you put on, doesn't it jack with the weight of the car where you got to start pulling weight? 
somewhere? Well, you know, I think if you talk to my crew chief, he would say absolutely, you know, but we make 11,000 horsepower, 80,000 foot-pounds of torque, and I've never had a crew chief come and so like, well, we're out of power, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, you know, I call it traction control where, you know, when the car launches, I plant the rear end over top of the tire, you know what I mean? So it, uh, it kind of sticks the tire a little bit more. So that's, that's my two cents on it as far as how I'm able to get away with being so big and driving one of these things and still winning races and setting world records and turning wind lights on. Yeah, but let's talk about this honestly because people want to say things when they see pictures like that, mostly from jealousy. We've watched you do this, though, over, I think, at least 10 years. This is not an overnight success story by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think, honestly, I was kind of, you know, you put stuff out there just to kind of show your progress and different things like that. And, and obviously, you're going to have, you know, people that, that come from, you know, hate. or But I was on my pages. They were all pretty supportive. And, you know, it's one of those things where I really, uh, you know, it, it's cool to have a great fan base and a lot of folks supporting you and standing behind what you're doing. And, you know, for me, it's just one of those things where, I've been super heavy and, and kind of small, and then you kind of find I'm a happy medium in between there. And I'm just living life and enjoying myself, and uh, blessed I get to drive one of these cars. They, these guys put such a fast race car underneath me every weekend, and it's just, you know, my, my crew chief, I told him the other day, I said, dude, you impress me every time I show up to a racetrack. There's something new you figured out, something that we've done that no one else is doing. I mean, he designed our chassis for the last couple of years, and everybody laughed at him at DSR when he was doing that. And then, you know, everybody wanted one. And so then Don started selling some of the chassis to everybody and different things like that. So we have a new kind of like Gen 2, what I would call chassis. And it's just uh, the car's just working great. Dickie Venables is just a, a, a smart, smart guy. And I'm so blessed to have him in my corner. My guys do such a great job. And, and at TSR, man, you know, Tony really cares about his people. And, you know, to have guys to come back year to year is unheard of. We didn't have a single guy that we lost this year. So that says a lot about Tony and what he's doing here for our guys and support and everything like that. So uh, it's a pleasure to work for Tony. Not losing somebody in the offseason is ginormous in the motorsports industry. It's Tony, but it's also you. It's Leah. It's the crew chiefs. Explain why your group is so good to work with. Well, like Tony says, one team, all team, right? Like, it, you know, we really care about this as a unit, like one good unit, uh, one family unit, you know, and put it in perspective so i had a um my car chief his kid was in icu and tony put him on his plane and flew him home to make sure he could be with his family you know i mean that's just the type of guy he is and it just you know people they they, they see that and it, you know he he comes back and he's like i'll work for this guy forever you know what i mean just so stuff like that goes a long ways but that's the type of guy tony is i mean he's just just a good dude and you want to win for him because you know his accolades and everything he's done but then you want to drink beer with him afterwards because he's a good guy you know so it's just uh I, i'm excited to be in this environment everybody's showing up to work everybody's happy everybody's you know coming to work with uh, with you know ambition and drive and work ethic and and they're just getting stuff done and it's just it's a nice fresh change out here what shortened the learning curve for you and leah with a new team because the learning curve is tough. Was it the veteran leadership of this team? Well, I think, you know, Tony gave us the parts and pieces and there was no question about, hey, can we get this or should we get this? He's like, what does it take to win? Here's what it is. He's like, that guy wants to win. You know what I mean? He cares more about the trophy than he does a check, you know? So he just, it's just that that's his mentality is to win. And for him to crawl under the car and pump you up and he's like, hey man, let's go do driver stuff. You know what I mean? Like that fires me up. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, that type of mentality goes a long ways. And there, there is a transition with changing leaders and different things like that. But I think we were kind of expected to win because we kept our crew together from DSR. I mean, I won several championships with this team here. And, you know, so you're expected to kind of hit the ground. But, 
you know, when you have a new boss, you, you're not really, you're still figuring all that out. You know, how's this guy going to be? Is he, you know, going to come in and, and be upset or is he okay with this? And, and Tony just been great, man. I mean, honestly, he just been a great guy to work for. Um, very proud to know him. And he's, you know, a guy that you consider your friend is just, he just, it, it's cool. The history of green race cars and the superstition when Mopar direct connection rolled in and said, baby, Matt, it's going to be a green race car. Come on. Did you not have any inhibitions at all? The thought definitely crossed my mind, right? Like, oh, green's bad luck and, and drag racing or any racing period, right? But I think Force put that that's, that kind of superstition to bed winning 16 world championships. And, you know, he's got more. I guess I got I got I, that win right there, the 44th win, put me as a fourth time all winning this driver in, in HRA. And then you got um, Robert and then you got Caps and then you have Force. And no one's ever going to catch Force. And Force has got it. He's green race car forever. So I think that puts it to bed about green not being bad luck. I don't mean to be rude by asking this, but how old are you? Oh, gosh, I just turned 40. Okay. How old is Force? He's like 100. <laughs> you can still catch his record, dude. I don't know. We're going to try. Put it that way. You know, we uh, we have a great car and a great team here. But, you know, Force is he's he's the GOAT, right? Like He's done it all, you know, and he's won 16 world championships. So um, it's just so competitive nowadays. And I think, like, that, that dominance of running away with something for 10 years, it will never happen in this sport. I mean, they got our parts and pieces cut down to where, you know, you can't do anything on these cars now. And that's why so many cars are so competitive. So I think the the years of going out here and outspinning and outrunning everybody are, are gone, you know. So I think that, you know, it's, it's always going to be a kind of a shuffle towards the end of the year of who's going to be the champion. Go back 10-ish years or so ago. It is so much more competitive now. You see that as a driver. I'm sure your crew guys see it. Like you said, parts and pieces. What else has changed over the maybe the last decade or more? Well, you know, I mean, obviously, the NHRA is trying to make it more affordable for the teams to come out here and do this and have more cars out here and available and stuff like that. So I, I think the, the R&D has kind of slowed down a little bit. There's just not much that we can do. Honestly, you know, when we pitched the headers back and we're running close to 340 miles an hour, they were like, no, nah, man, that's that's, you know, for the length of distance that we have to shut down and the way these tracks were built when we were trying to run 200 miles an hour, now we're over 300 miles an hour. I, I understand there's a safety side of that. So there's a lot of things that go into play, but I think that if anything, they're trying to make us go a little slower than faster, you know? So, uh, but that also makes it a lot more competitive and a lot more people can race at that. Those, you know, they're not having to tear the parts up as much to do that kind of stuff. So uh, it, it's good and bad. It, for me, it's bad because I want to drop, you know, drop in that, that funny car and, put my mouthpiece in and haul ass and go as fast as I possibly can. Money car pilot Matt Hagen joining us here in Lucas Oil Studios. What are you benching? Not enough. <laughs> Never enough. You know, I'm, What's I'm your old. maximum. Come on, man. Man, I'm old, honestly. I, I quit. I quit like throwing it up there a long time ago. I was trying to, you know, do heavy weights. I do like five to six re uh, sets of, you know, like 15 to 20 reps nowadays. You know what I mean? It's like you're still getting that, that muscle hypertrophy and the, the blood in there, but it's just, Man, that, the idea of just throwing crazy amounts of weight on there and doing it, it hurts right now, man. My, my elbows and ankles and wrists and everything else hurt just thinking about that. So um, it's been a long time since we loaded up the bar and did anything crazy like that. Pound for pound. And this is a serious question. It's not going to sound like it is, but pound for pound. Who's better in the weight room, you or your teammate Leah Brooke? Because she's pretty much a badass too. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I think that she's you know in the gym working out all the time. She's lean, she's fit, she's in shape. Uh, you know, and it, you have to do that. I mean, I wish I weighed a hundred pounds too. You know what I mean? But those days will never happen. You know what I mean? But uh, you know, pound for pound, I'll probably I'll take I'll take her over me. She's she's married. Listen, she's married to smoke. She's got to take her anger out on something, right? <laughs> 
Oh, man, they're a great couple together. No, I mean, we had dinner last night and, uh, you know, just got to hang out. And it's cool just to kind of get away from everybody and just just kind of like, you know, let everybody just just be them, you know, without having to really talk a lot of racing or behind the scenes stuff. You know, just kind of get to figure out, you know, everybody and what they're doing and just just be real people, you know. Matt Hagen here in the Freak Nation. Always fantastic. Thank you, man. Hey, thank you, guys. I appreciate the love. Thank you to your fans that follow. Without them, we can't do what we do because they go out and support the brands and the and not just our sponsors, but everybody's sponsors out here. So uh, really, when you look at that shelf and you make a decision, think about what we're doing out here, and we really appreciate it. Freak Nation, if you're watching on Mav TV, that was Matt Hagen here in the Freak Nation, three-time NHRA champion here in the Freak Nation, showing his bod. Coming up next, our actor Sean Patrick Flannery former driver, now big-time superstar, joining us here in the Freak Nation. More Freaks coming up. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. General Tire delivers. Dragging your knee at 100 miles per hour. Doing a double jump with some extreme flair. If you're into two-wheel racing, make a standing date for Tuesday night on MAV-TV. Two-Wheel Tuesday will showcase the world's best motorcycle racers on the most challenging tracks. Whether it's the treacherous high-speed ballet of road racing or the handlebar-to-handlebar combat of the dirt arenas, MAV-TV has your two-wheel fix every week on Two-Wheel Tuesday. Execution's 11 p.m. But he's trying to convince us he's gone insane. You're looking for that movie that'll give you a thrill ride from beginning to end? Well, then you need to see Nefarious. It's a supernatural thriller that's going to have you guessing from start to finish. It stars Sean Patrick Flannery, which, of course, you know from Boondock Saints, Young Indiana Jones, Powder Dexter, The Boys. Flannery, frankly, turns in his best performance as Edward Wayne Brady, a convicted serial killer and master manipulator awaiting execution and his sanity must be judged before execution by a psychiatrist. And Edward's last psychiatrist? Yep, committed suicide under suspicious conditions. But dig this, Brady reveals he wants to be executed, claiming he's the demon Nefarious. Nefarious opens in theaters Friday, April 14th, so get your tickets now at whoisnefarious.com. That's whoisnefarious.com. Can you feel it? I think it's time tell you what it is that we'd like you to do. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil, it works. Our team is on the Rubicon Trail today, running over 125 vehicles over one of the toughest trails in the world. With all the different modifications people can make for their Jeep 4x4, the only product that touches the ground is a tire. This is the team that you want testing your product. 
I've been off-roading for 30 years now, and you, you definitely don't need anything bigger than 37-inch tires. Our founder, Mark Smith, drove from the tip of South America to the tip of North America on 31-inch tires. The General Tire X-Series meets our standards. We have the ability for accelerated testing in all conditions. Mud, rock, dirt. We're out here this week highlighting the capability of the General Grabber X3 to see how this tire can perform in unbelievable conditions. It's incredible to watch General Tire deliver in this terrain. General Tire delivers me to a fishing tournament, the outdoors, jeeping, whatever it is that you want to do. It's outdoor life is what it is. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Please hang up and try again. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Statman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Second hour of the Freaks, Freak Nation. Coming up this hour, actor Sean Patrick Flannery will be here in the Freak Nation. He's got a new movie coming out April 14th. Coming up on Friday, it will be Mm, in theaters near you. It's called Nefarious. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Lucas Oil Studios, coming up in June. It'll be 23 years of doing a big old fat radio show, and our kind folks at MAV-TV are putting our... Shiny faces on their network. You can get more information on how you can get MAV-TV at MAVTV.com. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're there for you, man. And Suave, looks like Twitter's blowing up in regards to Bristol. Christopher Bell with the win. Under yellow, last lap. I get it. Okay, I understand. But that's not the story. The story, according to at least at Speed Freaks, Suave, is the fact that what percent are saying, let's get rid of the dirt on Bristol? um, Rod said, like Smoke said, if you don't like that racing, uh, it said, or, or if he didn't like, or if you don't like that, you don't like racing. Uh, somebody else said, as NASCAR fan on Twitter, said, hell no. And then Hunter said, I think they could run uh, on, on an actual dirt track, which I think is an actual 
thing that uh, NASCAR should think about doing in the near future as well. I've seen a lot of that actually the last week, too. I would like that. Yes. Run on a purpose built dirt track instead of putting dirt on something that people love without dirt. Well, guess who owns one of the best dirt tracks in America? Tony, the problem is traffic. You've been to Eldora, Statman. I mean, the traffic to get a a cup audience up there. And then where do you put all the the haulers as well? That's just not a cup audience. Well, they run trucks there. uh, So, you know, they should be able to run the cup cars there. I mean, come on. It's you could do it if you wanted to. They're running at Rockingham for freak's sake. They ran at the Coliseum. Exactly. Running a damn dirt track, right? Exactly. If you could run in the Coliseum on a quarter mile track, you ought to be able to run on a dirt track that's built to be a dirt track and to handle cars racing on dirt. Paris Auto Speedway. (laughs) (laughs) Southern California, Inland Empire. Are we just finding... is it just a cynical nation? Are we just finding things to gripe about? Is that what yes, it is? Yes. And throughout life, throughout culture, everybody's complaining about everything all the time, everything, everywhere, all the time. Okay, okay, okay. So having said that, let's just take away any negativity. Was the race today, the Bristol Dirt Cup Series race, was it that bad? No, it was a, it was a it was a nice enough race. I mean, it was a NASCAR race. I mean, you got to put that caveat on it. But yeah, it was a good race. It would have been better if it was shorter. Forced the guys to make um, commitments and mm-hmm. run for the front and not just put in time. And it, it, but that's that's redundant. All there's too many races and they're all too long. Yeah, I would say let's get into that conversation because, yes, you have to at the end of a season, the NFL does it the best way possible. You end your season with a massive Super Bowl, not saying that you have to end it with your most important event, but you you end it leaving people wanting more and they're they're dying for it for the next six months. I think every sport could learn from the NFL in that regard that, yes, leave people wanting your sports, salivating for it, yearning for it for several months because that makes them appreciate it than when it's back in its full season swing. If you give them 10 out of 12 months of nothing but races, that gets to be a bit much and it's it's complete overkill and it's it, people just, they forget about appreciating what they actually have, which for the most part can be some pretty decent racing. Yeah, I mean, that. well, it's happening now. Major League Baseball has shown that uh, if you speed up the show, then more people will pay attention to it. They're getting better TV ratings with shorter baseball games. And uh, the you're, you're right, Crash. The NFL, there's a big thing in in, uh, mo- in sports promotion that says you've you got to convince people that it matters who wins and loses the race. And mm-hmm. if with 40 races a year, you know, you, what's race four got to do with race 34? I mean, it's, you know, it's, I, I don't think, I think there's too many races. It's hard to keep track of all of them. One race doesn't matter over the other. They're too long. Um, and that's why the TV ratings are going down. Richie, get a single shot of me. Can you see my feet up on the desk if you're watching on Mav TV? Oh, good heavens. No, actually, we can't. What? 
we're finding another way to gripe about a sport that helps us pay the freaking bills, man. Supercross ain't going to pay the bills. The NHRA is not going to pay the bills. Supermoto is not going to pay. Late model. No, NASCAR pays the freaking bills 10 months of the year. We just find another way to gripe and bitch and moan about it. Ah, we don't have to watch every race. Okay, but we're not going to have to dig into our back pocket and find the lint and extra pennies to pay those bills when they shorten the season and make people want the sport even more and people go out and buy merchandise and they buy more ads on radio shows like ours because they want it more than they want it right now. That's the whole point of it. In fact, you know that you know that for certain, uh, Kenny. When you were a radio DJ, you know radio stations made more money by cutting the number of breaks they had, and they could charge more per break. Oh, there you go. So you know they could do the same thing with racing. Uh, you have fewer races, charge more for races. I mean, NASCAR is going through some huge things right now. There's talks that are happening between the NASCAR and the teams. It's going to change whether NASCAR wants to change or not. You know who wants ratings like NASCAR? Swabby, you can back me up on this. I think you were talking about it a couple of weeks ago. Is Major League Baseball. the? I'm talking about playoffs, man. A race, a middle-of-the-season race with NASCAR beats the bejesus out of an NBA playoff game or Major League Baseball playoff game. Then why is there so much more money in those sports than there is in racing? You, We need two hours to fill that conversation, Crasher. With a simple question should come a simple answer. How many kids walk outside and say, Daddy, let me get in your Subaru. I'm going to go around a track for three now, wait hours. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's think about this a minute. We're going to throw it around. Let's think about this a minute. They have... Uh, what, 16 NFL games? How much was it? Six, let's say it's 16. 17 now? 17 yeah, weeks. 17 weeks. Days. So they have multiple events every weekend. Mm. One NASCAR race every weekend. If they had one NFL game every weekend, you couldn't have a stadium large enough to hold everybody that wanted to go watch it or the ratings big enough, enough TV sets to watch the whole thing. You can't compare the two. Uh, same with baseball. They got 162 baseball games, uh, and there's 10 every week, every day practically. So if you had one baseball game, you'd have seventy or 80,000 people there, and they'd be making huge money. And you can't compare the two. I mean, look at Bristol today. They had 100,000 people there dressed as empty seats where they used to have every seat sold in the house. NASCAR has got to make some changes because the people are telling them we're not buying it anymore. Is it a problem when you brought up multiple football games, multiple NFL games on one Sunday in, in season, multiple NBA games, multiple baseball games on one day throughout the season? Is it a problem for NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Supercross, Superbikes to compete against each other? Instead, should monies be pooled to make racing in general bigger in the overall sports landscape? Why do you ask a question like that when we have about a minute to go in this break? <laughs> be continued. Chime in on Twitter. Listen, speed freaks. The, the, the heads at NASCAR... Like I've said before, they look outside and go, you know what? I got a 50-foot yacht. I may need to 
decrease that bad boy to 49 feet when we get our new. <laughs> Come on. So you're saying like they care? I think they care more than we lead, lead on. No, they, want to believe. They're if going I, to have to make changes with these talks. All you guys know that. Everybody watching knows that. So if they don't make the changes, a whole lot of crumbling going on. All right. 40 foot yacht. Out of 48 foot yacht. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the NBA freaking. That was our 100 foot Semifinals yachts. would love. Would love those freaking ratings, Freak Nation. Jeez. Still more money, though. <laughs> Freak Nation. His name is Sean Patrick Flannery. You know him from Boondog Saints, Powder, Dexter. Uh, he's got a new movie coming out, Nefarious. We talked to him about that. Uh, and this guy's beat the likes of Iron Man Stewart, Tommy Kendall, and Scott Speed. What? True that. He joins us next, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studio. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. It's more than just a slogan. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling the speed freaks since 2001. From the lab to Lucas Oil products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. Dragging your knee at 100 miles per hour, doing a double jump with some extreme flair. If you're into two-wheel racing, make a standing date for Tuesday night on MAV-TV. Two-Wheel Tuesday will showcase the world's best motorcycle racers on the most challenging tracks. Whether it's the treacherous high-speed ballet of road racing or the handlebar-to-handlebar combat of the dirt arenas, MAV-TV has your two-wheel fix every week on Two-Wheel Tuesday. There's a price war in the insurance business, and you may be paying too much. Call the Term Lifeline right now and see if you can save 40%. Half-million-dollar plans and up, that's our specialty, even great smokers' rates. Protect your family today. Call the Term Lifeline right now for a free quote. 866-549-TERM. 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 The biggest racing series in America is coming to your town. It's time to mark your calendar. Get ready for the wildest festival of speed in the Midwest. The Enjoy Illinois 300, presented by Ticket Smarter. It doesn't get any bigger than this. Don't be on the outside looking in. Get your tickets now at www.raceway.com. Watching part by the Office of Illinois Tourism and Illinois South Tourism. For more than 30 years, Lucas Oil Products has been solving some of the most difficult mechanical problems in the automotive, marine, and industrial industries. 
from our original Core 4 products. Heavy-duty oil stabilizer, power steering, stop leak, transmission fix, and fuel treatment, we have now developed over 400 custom products to help solve some of the world's toughest mechanical issues. Go to lucasoil.com to see what we have in store for you. Lucas Oil. It works. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Nation, do yourself a favor. Go to GeneralTire.com to find out how you can get up to 70 bucks back with a Visa prepaid card by buying four qualifying tires from our friends at General Tire. That happens now through the end of April. Go to GeneralTire.com to find out how you can get money back with four qualifying tires from our friends at General Tire. You know Sean Patrick Flannery from Moondock Saints, Young Indiana Jones, Powder, Dexter, The Boys. He's got a new movie out called Nefarious. But little did I know that this cat is a mad motorsports hound. He went out and won the Long Beach Grand Prix Celebrity Race twice, beating the bejesus out of a couple of big names. And he joins us now, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. You're back with the Freaks, Lucas Oil Studios. 23 years coming up in June of doing this thing. And as you've known over the last 23 years, Freak Nation, I don't care if it's a motorsports star, if it's Lemmy of Motorhead, or if it's a Sean Patrick Flannery, we're not afraid to have anybody with anything in their past here in the Freak Nation. And Sean Patrick Flannery joining us here in the Freak Nation. And Sean, I, of course, we're going to talk about Nefarious, which opens up in theaters Friday Friday, April 14th. But can we get into a couple of things before we get into the craziness that is nefarious? Lay it on me. All right. Uh, who wore it better? You or me? Uh-oh. Damn, brother. I got to tell you, because I'm conceited, me. But that's a solid second place effort. <laughs> solid. I got to tell you. Well, come here real quick. Look, I, I got to. Okay. So first of all, check my chick, my wife. Right. She, she oh, look. That's pretty good, that's isn't it? That's really good. But he's still second place, right? Your husband's first place. Always been. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold I on. gotta get in here. Hey, no, no wait. No. I'm gonna go with my husband now. Hold, hold on. on. Get, get, hey, get <laughs> your. It's a tie. It's a tie. One vote. One vote. Hey, get your chick back here. Look at my chick, chick. here, man. Look at her. Oh, come, here, come, come here. Come here. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Look, that's that's him and his chick. <laughs> oh wow! That was good. Well, we were the Hulk family, right? So yes. I was Hulk Hagen. Or no, 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 I was Hulk. What was I? Oh, the Hulkstress. What? What is her name? I can't even remember she anymore. Hulk. She Hulk. Thank you. Yeah. And you were Hulk Hogan. Yeah. That works, right? <laughs> but good, we saw man. that you were a referee. Where's Where's yeah, the there's your chick. She was look, look there. She is a ref. Yeah, yeah man, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I spent all my time getting everybody else's costumes. She made ready, she, every so. every year. She makes everybody's costumes. Every what? year you make everybody's costume in the family. What she makes everybody's. Like I'm not kidding. She did a grease where she was Sandy, and mm. my oldest was uh, Danny. Um, my, she she did a Popeye where uh, Charlie had like a whole suit with like biceps and forearms and and the 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 pipe. I mean, she goes to. I mean, they're like movie level costumes. And she makes them. Yes, she makes them. That is not easy. I, 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 I prick my finger with a needle. I can't do any of that stuff. Yeah. Whoa, that's now, she puts it together. I bow down. Well, uh, you know, every uh, if you're in Texas, you know, Chewy's, the Mexican restaurant. Yep. Well, on 
ease the king's birthday, Elvis's birthday, mm -hmm. they used to give you free food if you showed up dressed like Elvis. So we dress up every year and go. Oddly enough, shame on you, Chewies. This year, they stopped doing it. So this January, we showed up and they're like, yeah, you don't get to eat free. I think uh, I know who I'm trick-or-treating with next year. Right? You guys. <laughs> That's Holy badass. Smoke. Sean Patrick Flannery joining us here in the Freak Nation. Nefarious comes out April 14th. And one other piece of business can I, can I get to before we get to the movie, dude? Good heavens. Absolutely. What, Crash? Settle down, man. This bro kicks some ass. Look at this race side by side, but Sean Patrick Flannery has taken the lead. He said even though he had a 20-second delay start being in the pros, that he could take the overall title again. And right now, he has taken the lead from our celebrity Andy Lauer. Sean Patrick Flannery, the winner of the 22nd annual Toyota Pro Celebrity Race. Did you see when you passed Lauer, you kind of waved to him? <laughs> I wanted to give him a little greeting, you know. <laughs> oh, it was a greeting, was it? Hey, was yeah. it the <laughs> in case you didn't see me in the rearview mirror, it's me. How you doing, brother? Oh, that finger? That was the yeah. one. <laughs> Flannery, your first year in the Long Beach Grand Prix Celebrity Race, you beat some legends. You beat uh, Iron Man Stewart. You beat Tommy Kendall. You beat Sir Brabham. Were you on the road to a motorsports future back in the day in Houston or when you moved to Los Angeles? You know, I wasn't. But I'll tell you this, you know, me, me and my dad used to my, my, my dad, uh, you know, I was born in Lake Charles, Louisiana. And my dad was the first importer for the Merlin uh, formula car. Um, and he was he raced SCCA. I mean, he did NASA Speed Week at the Bahamas um, and he stopped racing whenever my mom got pregnant. Oh. So we, we've been and, and I didn't grow up with money or anything. So we, we ne could never afford racing, but we watched every aspect of Formula One whenever they would give you like three races in a row on Wild World of Sports or whatever. So we'd watch them back to back. Um, I've been addicted to motorsports since I was a child. Almost every toy that I ever asked for had something to do with racing or I mean I had a slot car set that that my dad put on a piece of plywood painted it green there was trees I had Daytona the infield of Daytona yeah um <clears throat> I mean everything it's uh and 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 growing up I always wanted to race go-karts but that was just price prohibitive um <laughs> so when autocrossing started in the 80s I had a VW and I would autocross it and I became addicted to that. So then you go out to L.A. and you become an actor and they invite you to do these, uh, you know, celebrity races and they send you to the Skip Barber Racing School. So I went and I did this three day school and I plugged into it pretty quick. And honestly, I, 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 I really do feel like I miss my calling. Um, subsequently I went and I did, uh, the Barber Dodge pro series. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I did the skip Barber two liter formula series. I won a ton of those, uh, then, you know, sponsors came out of the woodwork, but I couldn't really dedicate, uh, you know, a full season to anything, but obviously, you know, the, 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 the two celebrity races, they were a killer experience for me. And I, you know, I, I, Tommy Kendall's still a very dear friend of mine today. You know, he and I spent three days up at Willow Springs, just hammering each other in the Toyota Celicas around the streets of Willow. And, you know, he and I knew after the three days there that it was going to be one of us on pole position. It oh. was, uh, I mean, you know, so, and pick, being able to pick his brain, you know, trail breaking, 
you know, heel toe. Uh, what what gear are you in for this corner? How are you rolling on the gas? Where are you transferring weight in this corner? Or it, it, it's a you know he's a five time Trans Am champ. So he he was I consider him one of my instructors. And then I went to uh, race shifter carts and uh, you know in racing go karts I I. I I won the Miami Grand Prix against, uh, you know, Scott Speed, Matt Jaskell, all, all of these, you know. So I raced shifter parts. At the, at what the, the hell are you doing acting, Sean Patrick Flannery? <laughs> yeah, those are not slouch names, bro. <laughs> no, neither, but, but, you know, they're, they're really good dudes. And uh, I, I was on the track with them going wheel to wheel. And, uh, you know, I, I, by the time I really got into it, you know, I was a little bit older. I didn't really get get behind the wheel until I was 30. So I, I kind of feel like I, I did miss an opportunity. I feel like I could have done something decent in that world. I'm not not mad at the way my my life mm-hmm. turned out anyway, but uh, it is a, a big part of my heart, motorsports and, and, and racing, really. Whoa. I think we need to get nefarious on the side of an IndyCar for the Long Beach Grand Prix or something. I mean, wow. Wow. Okay. So if your son were to come up to you and say, I kind of want to try this racing thing, you might be into that? Yeah, you know, I'm. I'm. We, 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 he's already been to the indoor karting track with Daddy, um, and, and my youngest too, my eight and my eleven. So they oh, yeah. love driving, and they're pretty zoomy too on the track. <laughs> well, there we go. Hey, Fernando Alonso sitting in the three spot in Formula One, and he's 41 years old. You bastard! Mm-hmm. You can get it there in, in your old ass 57, eight, 57 years old and kick some ass, right? Man, I'll tell you, Fernando is looking lightning fast. <laughs> I, I, I mean, he he's he's having the second coming of Fernando Alonso. And I got to tell you, he's hammering Lance Stroll. Lance Stroll is like, man, be careful what you wish for. Yeah, I want Alonso as a teammate. It's like, mm, that dude's a hitter. And he's, come, he's coming healthy and charging. It's killer to watch him on the podium in a car that's, I mean, that's not a Ferrari. That's not a Mercedes. <laughs> That's a, you know, that's, that's a, that's a customer wagon and he's showing up. Stadman, listen, buddy, uh, he was rattling off things that uh, I have no business uh, talking to a superstar like that. He, making me look like a fool. <laughs> I didn't know that he had done that much racing. That was, that's. Those are some serious names, like Crash mentioned. That's some serious names that you set, you put on the trailer. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You beat Tommy Kendall and Iron Man Stewart. My goodness. Yeah, you beat Tommy Kendall on a road course. You you need to declare a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Freak Nation, we got part two with Sean Patrick Flannery. We will talk a little bit about the movie. Nefarious comes out in theaters this Friday. Get your tickets now at whoisnefarious.com. More with Sean Patrick Flannery coming up. And your stat man, Scat. It's a big second hour here with the Freaks and the Lucas Oil Studios. Freak Nation. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. It's more than just a slogan. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling the speed freaks since 2001. 
From the labs of Lucas Oil Products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. Dragging your knee at 100 miles per hour. Doing a double jump with some extreme flair. If you're into two-wheel racing, make a standing date for Tuesday night on MAV-TV. Two-Wheel Tuesday will showcase the world's best motorcycle racers on the most challenging tracks. Whether it's the treacherous high-speed ballet of road racing or the handlebar-to-handlebar combat of the dirt arenas, MAV-TV has your two-wheel fix every week on Two-Wheel Tuesday. There's a price war in the insurance business, and you may be paying too much. Call the Term Lifeline right now and see if you can save 40%. Half-million-dollar plans and up, that's our specialty, even great smokers' rates. Protect your family today. Call the Term Lifeline right now for a free quote. 866-549-TERM. 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 The biggest racing series in America is coming to your town. It's time to mark your calendar. Get ready for the wildest festival of speed in the Midwest. The Enjoy Illinois 300, presented by Ticket Smarter. It doesn't get any bigger than this. Don't be on the outside looking in. Get your tickets now at www.raceway.com. Watching part by the Office of Illinois Tourism and Illinois South Tourism. For more than 30 years, Lucas Oil Products has been solving some of the most difficult mechanical problems in the automotive, marine, and industrial industries. From our original Core 4 products, heavy-duty oil stabilizer, power steering, stop leak, transmission fix, and fuel treatment, we have now developed over 400 custom products to help solve some of the world's toughest mechanical issues. Go to lucasoil.com to see what we have in store for you. Lucas Oil. It works. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Seven months this week when it dawned on me that NASCAR and other racing series could learn a lot from Major League Baseball right now. Looking for new fans. This season, baseball is implementing rules changes designed to shorten the games. So far, the new rules are working. Games that used to scratch the other side of four hours are now getting over in less than three and a half. Uh, It's too early to know the effect on television ratings and new younger eyeballs and butts in the seats. But one spring training game on ESPN in February had the highest TV ratings in seven years. NASCAR viewership through the first six races in 2023 were all down as much as 15% over last year. Now we're told that NASCAR and all other racing series want to tap into the millennial and Gen Z demographic but we're also told that those attention spans are 12 and 8 seconds, respectively. You think an 8-second attention span is going to get in touch with a 4-hour car race droning around in circles? 
but baseball is making the start. They've shortened the games from four to less than three hours. Motor racing should be thinking along the same lines. Heat races and shorter features would be a great start, no matter who disagrees in the garage. Peace. Scat brought to you by our good friends at Lucas Oil. Go to lucasoil.com to find the product to keep your rides on the road. Motorcycle, speedboat, 57 Bel Air, bam, go to lucasoil.com. Second part of our interview with Sean Patrick Flannery, actor Sean Patrick Flannery, talking about his new movie, Nefarious, right now, Lucas Oil Studios. All right, Sean Patrick Flannery, actor. Sean, pa- hell, former driver kicking the ass of Scott Speed, a friend of the Freak Nation, Tommy right? Kendall. Matt Jaskell? I mean, come on. <laughs> hey, j- just for the record, they kicked my ass plenty of times, too. Right. I mean, S- Scott Scott was always in contention for pole. Um, all, all of those guys, man. It's, and and, and it's, it's, it's killer to watch them go from karting next to me to the highest level, man. It really was. Right. It was it was just uh, – it was an honor to be a part of it. Well, hold on. You talk about the highest level. Matt Jaskell is Mr. Daredevil. Would you jump out of planes as frequently as he's doing these days? Almost like every week? Every, you know, I, 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 I everything, I wouldn't go Travis Pastrano. I would go, <laughs> <laughs> everything except jumping out of a plane. I got to tell you, man, I, I'm, I, I love things that I'm in control of. <laughs> but for that very reason, I wouldn't bungee jump. I don't like doing things and then going, well, I hope it works. I hate that. I don't like jumping out of a plane and going, well, I'm going to pull this and I hope stuff works. I would rather tightrope walk than bungee jump or jump out of a plane. I'm just a control freak like that. <laughs> wow. That's so right, though. <laughs> well, here we go. <laughs> hope I'm going to live. His name is Edward Wayne Brady in the movie Nefarious coming out April 14th. Get your tickets now. Who is nefarious.com? Sean Patrick Flannery joining us here in the Freak Nation. This is a pretty psycho character you've got here. You had to dig deep, I would imagine, to get this thing. Comparing uh, the route that you had to go to get into the head of Brady to the where you're kicking the ass on the track, are there any similarities between a race car driver and an actor of your status? You know, and not, not 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 just because I'm talking to y'all, but uh, yes, I've thought about this quite extensively. I, it, it's your ability to focus, compartmentalize what's in front of you and erase everything to the right of this border and everything to the left of that border. You do that in acting and you do it in racing. You know, it's like a lot of times I would tell my friends, you know, they're like, what do you love about shifter cart racing? I, I, I said, because when you're shifter cart racing, it is the only thing that you are doing. You're not doing anything else. Um, you're, you're, you're not looking at somebody uh, uh, in the parking lot. You, you, you're you not contemplating any problems outside of the track. It's the only thing that you're doing. And the same thing, you know, if you have that ability to do it when acting, it, it's it's if you can solely focus on the world that's created in front of you, it kind of makes things easy. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying I did a great job at it, but uh, there, there are parallels there in your ability to, to make a tiny world, the only world that you can see. Are you one of those guys that comes on set and you have to be, it, it, it would make sense to me. You have to be fully in character when you walk in background actors over here, directors, producers over there, and you don't want to talk to anybody. And then they say, go and you go. And then they say, clear and you're done and then you can be yourself again. Are, are you that guy or can you kind of joke around and then go right into it? 
Let me tell you something. I despise those people. If you can't do your job and be a pleasure to be around at the same time, I don't have any time for it. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, my, my work, that character lived in between action and cut. And that's it. Um, I was uh, my, 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 my boys are both wrestlers and they, they had a wrestling tournament. So I was FaceTime in the wrestling tournament and the whole cast were about to shoot a scene. You know, they start playing the national anthem. So I made everybody freeze on set, cover, cover the pumper from the national anthem. And, you know, while it's going, I put it on mute. So as soon as the national anthem is over, we shot a scene, action, cut. Okay, wait, where is it? Oh, we got a pin. My boy got a pin. My boy got a pin. Showing up. It's, you know, it, it, it's, it's just, I, I, I don't, for example, to play a homeless guy, it, it, I don't need to live on the street and urinate on myself. I can imagine what it would be like. Even before, before I lost my parents, I can imagine what it would be like to lose your parents. I, I, don't, I don't need to live that. And I, it's a quality of life thing. Not only do I want to do good work, but I want I want to make friends. I want to have a good time during the process. I don't want to force you to call me a certain name. Don't look me in the eye. Let me run to my trailer after every take. No, I want to make friends and have a good and enjoyable time. Wow. Number one, thank you. Number two, that's an art form all in and of itself, because that can't be easy necessarily, because you still have to get yourself in character even right before they say action. You know, I have a theory about that. I think that people look, I've, I've had real jobs in my life. I, 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 I threw papers when I was a kid. I worked at churches, fried chicken, moved pianos for Atlas van lines. I, I literally dug ditches. I put culverts under driveways. It's not a real job. I haven't had to get a real job in 30 years. And I'll tell you this job, don't tell the producers, but it's so easy. I think actors make up trauma to make it seem like for this character, I had to go to this deep, dark place and it, took years off my life and I had to recall when I was diddled as a child and it brought, it's like, man, get the, get the f out of here. I, it, it's, it's, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't need to traumatize myself to bring something to life. I think for me, and I think for a lot of actors, I think they justify a performance with, with trauma and turmoil to make it seem like a bigger deal. I, I, I the, the preparation takes place, you know, cerebrally, I, 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 I worked with some amazing writers. They wrote some amazing words that were coherent, that didn't need any changes. And it makes the job, it makes the job easy. And, I, and again, I'm not saying I did a good job at it, but for me, the process is, is it's, uh, it, it's the easiest job I've ever had in my life. And, and it's a job that I would do for free. I, I consider most jobs, by definition, a job is something you will only do unless they pay you money. I mean, I would have done this job for free and I had a ball doing it. I didn't lose sleep at night. I, there wasn't years cut off my life with trauma or, you know, uh, it, it's just cerebral bruising or any of this nonsense that people talk about. I had a great time, man. And I hope people dig it. I love that you say it and it made my job easy because, again, it goes back to this is a team effort, because if the writers aren't good, if, if the if the set group isn't good, then it doesn't. It, then you're not having fun. So, yeah, I like that you said that. It's easy because of not just you doing your job right, everybody doing their job right. That's cool. Oh, yeah. And, and the guy sitting across the table from me, Jordan Belfi, amazing actor. And, you know, when you surround yourself with people like that, uh, bringing fake stuff to life is really easy. <laughs> what I was looking at and what I was bouncing off of off was incredibly real and believable. It's you surround yourself with the right people. You don't have to be that good at your job, <laughs> but they can cover up for a lot of flaws.
Freak Nation, nice. Boondog, Saints, Young, Indiana Jones, Powder, Dexter, The Boys, Sean Patrick Flannery joining us here in the Freak Nation. The movie Nefarious opens at theaters Friday, April 14th. And you brought up Belfi and there's scenes between you and Belfi where, again, he's the psychiatrist, Dr. J- James Martin, psychiatrist in the movie. And those are some intense scenes. Speaking about speaking to what you were saying about between cuts, there are some intense conversations that you two have when they yell cut. Are you guys talking about things outside the studio or damn, man, my son's doing this because I don't know how you get out of character and go back into that with Belfi. A hundred percent. My wife is still sitting here. She can attest to it. <laughs> I put her on pause when we were FaceTiming. It, it, it really is and can be an, an, an on off switch for me, but I, did, I didn't pause my life in any way, shape, form or fashion. Freak Nation, his name is Sean Patrick Flannery. The new movie is called Nefarious, and it comes out in theaters on Friday. You can get your tickets early, man. Go to whoisnefarious.com. It's whoisnefarious.com. Stat, man, if you watch a movie like this, do you have nightmares to where you got to get up and have yourself a big old warm glass of milk? As a matter of fact, yes. <laughs> my, my daughter and granddaughter love in movies like this. In fact, I was visiting them this this past week and had to watch a couple of them. But some, if it gets too crazy, I'll just close my eyes. After 30 or 40 years of looking at news footage, I got images in my head that I wish weren't there, and they're worse than some of the uh, um, freak stuff that you see in movies. Yes. In short, yes. I, I can't I can't take some of the stuff. Swabby, 20 seconds, the residential millennial. You like stuff like this? I love horror movies, yes. Right. Nice. 20 seconds. It gives me a two-second soundbite. Man, I can only wish people were like that in the freaking music and entertainment business. Uh, Freak Nation, some news coming out of USAC. And it's really not good. But we'll end it on a positive note. Coming up, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Motorsports Radio, redefined. General Tire delivers. Dragging your knee at 100 miles per hour. Doing a double jump with some extreme flair. If you're into two-wheel racing, make a standing date for Tuesday night on MAV-TV. Two-Wheel Tuesday will showcase the world's best motorcycle racers on the most challenging tracks. Whether it's the treacherous high-speed ballet of road racing or the handlebar-to-handlebar combat of the dirt arenas, MAV-TV has your two-wheel fix every week on Two-Wheel Tuesday. Execution's 11 p.m. But he's trying to convince us he's gone insane. You're looking for that movie that'll give you a thrill ride from beginning to end? Well, then you need to see Nefarious. It's a supernatural thriller 
that's going to have you guessing from start to finish. It stars Sean Patrick Flannery, which, of course, you know from Boondock Saints, Young Indiana Jones, Powder Dexter, The Boys. Flannery, frankly, turns in his best performance as Edward Wayne Brady, a convicted serial killer and master manipulator awaiting execution. And his sanity must be judged before execution by a psychiatrist. And Edward's last psychiatrist? Yep, committed suicide under suspicious conditions. But dig this. Brady reveals he wants to be executed, claiming he's the demon Nefarious. Nefarious opens in theaters Friday, April 14th. So get your tickets now at whoisnefarious.com. That's whoisnefarious.com. Can you feel it? I think it's time we tell you what it is that we'd like you to do. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil, it works. Our team is on the Rubicon Trail today, running over 125 vehicles over one of the toughest trails in the world. With all the different modifications people can make for their Jeep 4x4, the only product that touches the ground is a tire. This is the team that you want testing your product. I've been off-roading for 30 years now, and you, you definitely don't need anything bigger than 37-inch tires. Our founder, Mark Smith, drove from the tip of South America to the tip of North America on 31-inch tires. The General Tire X-Series meets our standards. We have the ability for accelerated testing in all conditions. Mud, rock, dirt. We're out here this week highlighting the capability of the General Grabber X3 to see how this tire can perform in unbelievable conditions. It's incredible to watch General Tire deliver in this terrain. General Tire delivers me to a fishing tournament, the outdoors, jeeping, whatever it is that you want to do. It's outdoor life is what it is. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Freak Nation, you miss any of this show? Listening to one of our 90 plus affiliates across the country, streaming on a snappy app that you have, uh, you can go to our website, speedfreaks.tv. Download the full show, listen to it in segments, go to speedfreaks.tv, or you can go to YouTube and official Speed Freaks and watch the last two hours, or do what smart folks do and record it on your DVR, or whatever you're recording it on, <laughs> on Mav TV, and you can watch it again and again and again on uh, whatever device you decide to watch it on. Some news coming out of USAC, Sprint Cars. And we heard the discussion about it today, Crasher, on the cup race uh, about a sprint car pilot who lost his life. They gave a very nice minute or two tribute. Yes, Justin Owen, who is a Midwest sprint car driver, 
track champion at Lawrenceburg Speedway. He was back at Lawrenceburg qualifying for a race this weekend and had a horrible crash on his qualifying run. I believe he barrel rolled coming out of the back stretch and really lost it by the time he hit three, turn three. And it was, it, he sustained awful injuries and did not, and he succumbed to them. Unfortunately, 26 years old, I believe, Justin Owen from the Ohio, Indiana area. Again, track champion there. Mm-hmm. He knows that dirt really well. Spent a decade racing in that area of the country and just a shock to everyone, everyone there. We woke up, for those of us who have news breaks in the motorsports world, you woke up to this news. This all happened around 6.30 p.m. Eastern time last night, but no news of his death was made until after midnight. But the event was canceled immediately. Everyone on site knew this was pretty bad. We've been to our share of sprint car races over the last 22 plus years. World of Outlaws, Paris Auto Speedway, many, many times, which is in the Inland Empire, Southern California. Stat, I'm surprised that more drivers don't sustain injuries from running in sprint cars. The way they're locked into that thing and the amount of time, times we see these guys and women flip in these cars. The violence in a sprint car is incredible. We've all been offered chances to drive stock cars and sprint cars, and I refuse to do it. Guys that know what they're doing end up bouncing the things into the parking lot. They, you know, you got a thousand horsepower engine and a thousand pound car. Uh, that's, you know, it's hard. You got to know what you're doing. And like I said, even when you uh, know what you're doing, you could have problems like this guy, Justin Owens, uh, Danny Lasoski. They've all had problems. Danny's uh, accidents weren't fatal, obviously. But, um, yeah, I mean, they're they're violent. They're fast. And uh, I, you know, I. I don't know how to lift sometimes, so I wouldn't get I wouldn't get in one. Tony Stewart, if you recall, I'm not sure what dirt series it was. Was it World of Outlaws? Was it? But he sustained injuries to his leg and took him out of the the Cup car for a while. Mm, that's right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, that was it Knoxville? And was it was another it? Ac- another accident where you know some another driver died from, uh, you know, entanglement with with uh, smoke. So, yeah, sprint cars, they're beautiful to watch. It's ballet. It's, you know, see the front end come up off the ground when they're racing uh, because of the acceleration. But they're, they're violent and they can uh, be dangerous. Freak Nation, I said it earlier, if you missed any of this show, go to the website, speedfreaks.tv. That's speedfreaks.tv. You can listen or watch it at Official Speed Freaks on YouTube. I want to say again, happy Easter for you on the East Coast. You got about 11 minutes left of your Easter for you on the West Coast. You got two hours and 11 minutes left. I can tell you this, that given how much candy the Easter Bunny brought my nine-year-old daughter, Easter will be la- lasting well into July 4th <laughs> this year. <laughs> the amount of chocolate and the amount of jelly beans that we have in this house, if you could mainline sugar, 
Come on. Oh, we got it. Hold on, though. What? Just because the big fur ball brought her a ton of chocolate mm-hmm. and jelly beans doesn't mean that it's all for her exclusively. Sharing is caring, remember. I don't think that chocolate, by the way, she's in the other room right now telling me you're wrong. Mm-hmm. You're not getting me my chocolate. You're not getting my chocolate. But uh, I think that um, when she goes to school, you're not listening to me now, honey. When she goes to school, we just might dig in that basket. Richard, coming to you again, the residential millennial. How do the millennials feel about the, the Easter bunny and all the sweet sugary treats that that bad boy or girl? We still don't. That's the big mystery. Yeah, that is. Is the Easter bunny a girl or a boy, a man or a woman? Go ahead, Richie. Here's the thing. So I have a three-year-old nephew now. Yep. And it's great because this is even better. So now that the Easter Bunny is back to visiting my house again, my parents' house at least, um, I get to take all of the candy that's left over. Yes. Now, now, here's the problem now. I do have two sisters, obviously. So so it's going to be split <laughs> up between my three-year-old nephew, myself, and my two sisters. Um, and between the, the four of us, I mm-hmm. think my nephew is probably the biggest sweet eater of the, of the four of us. So... Um, I'm curious to see what's left over. My one sister doesn't even like chocolate. So bonus for you. Taking all the spoils now. I love. I have no idea how I wound up with a a a younger sister who does not like chocolate. But her loss, my gain. Uh huh. One hundred ten percent. Thank you, Mr. Buddy, for bringing me more chocolate this year. And on that man or woman Easter Bunny conversation. Yep. Clearly, the bunny's a female. There is no way that a male bunny could be that organized to hit that many countries in that short of a span of time and drop that many gorgeously crafted, amazing chocolate and eggs. Exactly. Santa Claus is a male and he gets it done. No, Mrs. Claus does all the work behind the scenes. And guess what? Santa Claus also has nine female reindeer making it happen. Just saying. Freak Nation, I will say this. My teeth are awesome now. I'll go into the dentist and say, man, a man your age, teeth look great. But I will say, probably from six years old through maybe 10 or 11, those back teeth back there, man, cavity ridden. (laughs) Because of? Because the inability for me to put down freaking sweets and (laughs) chocolate. You a Snickers freak? Does it have chocolate stat, man? Does it have caramel? Does it have nougat? Nougat? Nougat. Nougat? Nougat? Nut, nut, nougat. Yeah. Ooh. What wow. is it? Nougat? Snickers, Snickers is one of the food groups to me. Yeah. So I we just, had a discussion, though, this morning, too. Are you a Cadbury egg, chocolate egg fan or not? Our daughter, shockingly, she does have my DNA, but she doesn't like those. You bite into a brown egg, a mm-hmm. deliciously chocolate egg, and you got white, gooey cream stuff with yellow. Look, you just asked if you could mainline sugar. That's what that is in the middle of that egg. Sugar. <laughs> right? I want to know. You got to fight me, bud. <laughs> At one time at a show that we did in Phoenix, uh, we had a dude come in and we had a taste test, a beer taste oh test God, right. with peeps. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. A peeps and beer taste test. That's how stupid we get for these holidays, man. Uh, and I'm not a peeps fan, but obviously with beer involved, I was a part of that. 
he paired it well. He did. Yeah. I mean, a nice, good yeah. German Hefeweizen and the strawberry peeps. Hey, I'll just I'll just tell you before we go that I spent the night last night with a chocolate fountain and a table full of sweets. <gasps> Did you drink from that chocolate fountain? I got a straw and I tried. Yes, Stat. my Listen, man, Stat man. You told me you weren't going to mention that you were in that kind of club. Last night, hey, buddy. And chocolate fountain and strawberries and pineapples and pe- <laughs> chunks of cake, Oreos. I tested them all. I, I had to make sure that they all were, were worth eating. <laughs> I couldn't let I couldn't let all these kids sample the fair without knowing that it was safe for them. Well, not, very, very responsible of hey, you. You know, I'm proud of me. I get that those kind of sweets in my system two hours before I go to bed, I've got to find a freaking sling for my heart. Cause that damn thing's going to jump out of my throat and lay down next to me and go to sleep. Yeah. I, <laughs> right. I, now why I got that image in my head. Uh, well, let's, let's just say goodbye stat man and go enjoy the fruits of our labor and eat some more sweets. But just know tonight when you lay your head on that pillow, Kenny's heart is jumping out of his chest and lying right next to him. Freak Nation, shoot the juice to the moose and stat man. Cut it loose. Happy Easter. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. General Tire delivers. Dragging your knee at 100 miles per hour. Doing a double jump with some extreme flair. If you're into two-wheel racing, make a standing date for Tuesday night on MAV-TV. Two-Wheel Tuesday will showcase the world's best motorcycle racers on the most challenging tracks. Whether it's the treacherous high-speed ballet of road racing or the handlebar-to-handlebar combat of the dirt arenas, MAV-TV has your two-wheel fix every week on Two-Wheel Tuesday. Execution's 11 p.m. But he's trying to convince us he's gone insane. You're looking for that movie that'll give you a thrill ride from beginning to end? Well, then you need to see Nefarious. It's a supernatural thriller that's going to have you guessing from start to finish. It stars Sean Patrick Flannery, which, of course, you know from Boondock Saints, Young Indiana Jones, Powder Dexter, The Boys. Flannery, frankly, turns in his best performance as Edward Wayne Brady, a convicted serial killer and master manipulator awaiting execution. And his sanity must be judged before execution by a psychiatrist. And Edward's last psychiatrist? Yep, committed suicide under suspicious conditions. But dig this. Brady reveals he wants to be executed, claiming he's the demon Nefarious. Nefarious opens in theaters Friday, April 14th. So get your tickets now at whoisnefarious.com. That's whoisnefarious.com. Can you feel it? I think it's time tell you what it is that we'd like you to do. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, 
taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil, it works. Our team is on the Rubicon Trail today, running over 125 vehicles over one of the toughest trails in the world. With all the different modifications people can make for their Jeep 4x4, the only product that touches the ground is a tire. This is the team that you want testing your product. I've been off-roading for 30 years now, and you, you definitely don't need anything bigger than 37-inch tires. Our founder, Mark Smith, drove from the tip of South America to the tip of North America on 31-inch tires. The General Tire X-Series meets our standards. We have the ability for accelerated testing in all conditions. Mud, rock, dirt. We're out here this week highlighting the capability of the General Grabber X3 to see how this tire can perform in unbelievable conditions. It's incredible to watch General Tire deliver in this terrain. General Tire delivers me to a fishing tournament, the outdoors, jeeping, whatever it is that you want to do. It's outdoor life is what it is. You are listening to Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined.